Welcome to the unofficial Wickham Wanderers podcast. I'm Kieran Hearn. Let's dive straight into it, shall we? So, basically, Tuesday night, bit of drama, like always, in a cup cup game. You know, we went we went to penalties again. We went the whole nine yards. Um, I hear a lot of people frustrated with injuries. We only apparently had nine players on the pitch. Don't know whether that's true or not. We'll see. And... Seems like to me, a lot of you are mainly, on the whole, not bothered about the EFL Cup, which I can fully understand, I can fully take on board. Me, personally, I'm not bothered either. I don't mind a cup run, you know, I'll take the win. I'll take the win on Tuesday night, but I'm not 100% bothered. But, um, on the whole, brilliant performance. Stockdale, brilliant in the shootout, seen both saves, brilliant. And the penalty scored, that was a brilliant penalty. The rest of the guys just need to work on it a bit more. The penalties for me looked a bit too soft. They're not like trying to place it. Me personally, I would rather just hit the ball as low and as hard as I can either side. Make your choice. Either side, hit it low and hard as you can. The keeper's got less gotta be a bit more quick on the reaction. So I'd rather hit it as hard as I can, go for power rather than placement, to be honest with you, but that's just my opinion. Um But anyway, on the whole. It's been all right. Hopefully on Saturday, Gareth will revert back to the team he played. In, he played uh, the side he played against Accrington, uh, the same lineup. Hopefully that will happen. I liked Jordan Nabita playing on the left. Not gonna lie, that was a brilliant decision. Uh, Judge Eggerson still doing his job at fullback. Sam Vokes up front, maybe, maybe gonna get his first goal. We hope so. We'll see what happens. And let's just hope we can make it six out of six. We'll see what happens because, you know, nothing is certain. Everything is very unpredictable in this league. It can be difficult. You know, you can get teams that are like, you know, you can get you can get team, you can get clubs that are financially less in less stable, but can suddenly produce like an amazing team and do well in the season, like completely unexpected out of the blue. So, we'll see what happens there. Uh, fair play to all you fans who made the journey down on Tuesday night. Real commitment. Well done. You know who you are. Um, and, uh, you know, Steven Engine round two. Okay, another away tie. Not not brilliant, but not bad. I mean, prospect of making the third round. It's okay. It's not brilliant, but we'll, we'll live with it. We'll see what happens. <laughs> It just means more and more midweek game we've got to play. And then, of course, so we'll see what goes on there. we got, of course, we've got Cheltenham at the weekend. And then, of course, it's a big one. Probably, I'd probably say the first real test of the season will be against Wigan. See what happens there. Um, But on the whole, you know, injuries need to be dialed down. Like, I mean, these clubs, like, literally, if they're feel like they've got you on the back foot, they're going to throw everything at you. They will literally not care. One little bit, a little bit of frustration, they'll let it known. They will bully you across the pitch. It's no doubt going to be proved, it's no doubt been proven in League 2, it's been proven in League 1, it's in, in any league, really. They will bully you and they will make it known. Like, the referees are a lot more lenient on decisions sometimes, especially booking decisions. They're a lot more, you know... Like, literally, I, I saw a few challenges in the accident game I, I clearly thought were bookings, and apparently they weren't. And I was like, 
I didn't get what the hell was going on. Maybe you guys saw some of that on on Tuesday night at Exeter. Maybe there was a few decisions you thought could have been a booking. But hey-ho. We move on now. We move on to Cheltenham. And, um, you know, the second of three away trips before returning return to Adams Park on on the 21st. And uh, we'll see what goes on. Cheltenham will throw everything at us, especially if they had a before, poor performance in the first game. Um, they're going to throw everything they can. So you just got to go there, go in there and hit hit the ground running, you know. Hit the ground running, go there and throw everything you can at them. Like 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 we did in his action, start strongly. Uh, will Gareth McCleary bang in another goal? Who knows? We'll see what happens. In the meantime... I'll be keeping my eye out for the game on on Saturday. And I will be, of course, looking forward to ahead to the next home game. It feels like it's a way away at the minute, to be honest with you. Uh, some people might think, yeah, a week's not a long time. But for me, in football terms, for some people, it can be a long time. So we'll, we'll see what goes on, of course. Um, but yeah, great performance from the boys Tuesday night. Uh, penalties just need to work on. The thing with penalties is is here right now is you can like I say you can practice them all the time you can practice it all the time you can practice either side where you put the ball you can practice where you place it whether you power it whether you smash it down the middle whatever but you can't recreate the pressure which is understandable you can't recreate the pressure it's so difficult to put yourself back in that situation but yeah, I mean, I will say there's a few of the penalties, yeah, definitely soft. Like the likes of Daryl Horgan's penalty, I thought was really soft. Um, it was really soft. It was lucky it went. It was luck. I think it was one of the ones that was lucky it went in actually because the keeper got something on that. Uh, Sam, I think Sam Vokes took a penalty. Again, really soft penalty. I think the the keeper knew where he was going straight away from the run up. It was yeah. But anyway, we we move on. We move on, like I say, Cheltenham this weekend. We'll see what happens. And um, fair play to all you fans who are again making the journey to Cheltenham. You know who you are. Uh, come on the chair, boys. Let's get another three points in the bag, eh? Let's do this. This has been the unofficial Wiccan Wanderers podcast. I've been Kieran Hearn. Thank you for joining me. Hello and welcome to the unofficial Wiccan Wanderers podcast. I'm Kieran Hearn. Let's dive right into what happened Saturday. Well, to be honest, we started really well. I enjoyed every minute of it. Um, McCleary, outstanding, brilliant. Two great goals. I've got to admit, when he was one-on-one with the second one and he took the shot, I thought, that's going over. That's either going to hit the bar or it's going to go over that and going in. And it hit the bar and went in. And I was like, go on. Um... But on the whole, it was just great being back there again. Really enjoyed it. It was so much fun. Good time, good people. What more could you want? Um, on the whole, the game was the game was very good. Daryl Horgan, excellent. Obviously, McCleary, we've already said, excellent as well. Um, the thing is, Accrington didn't really come into the game. They only came into the game like the last 10 minutes when we sort of took our foot off the pedal. That would probably be the only drawback, I'd say. Obviously, we all say the hardest part of the... We'd all say the hardest part of the game is those last 10 minutes. Is getting over that getting over that line, getting over the 90-minute mark, into injury time. Final whistle goes. 
it's game over, it's done. Three, but on the whole, three points in the bag, a top performance. There was a few chances I feel we could have had a few more. Um, especially Horgan's chance. I feel like he Horgan's always like trying to go for the spectacular, if you know what I mean. Like he's always trying to put it in the top corner. For me, there, what he should have done was, if he could have done it, he should have hit it low and hard through the top of the ball, far post. That's going on target. If that's going on target, the keeper's not getting it. It's going in. The keeper's going to have to make a brilliant save to get there. Um, I just feel that would have been so much better than just going near post, over the bar, not working out. Same with Bayo, though. Bayo should have... Bayo should have gone to well that chance he had he should have gone to the left hand side rather than the right hand side like and he should have he should have it smashed it not try to place it not finesse it smash it just left hand side do it uh but besides that it was uh besides besides that two good goals um I think Gareth was a bit late with the substitutions he could have made them uh, I think he should have taken off. He should have brought Bayo on probably I'd say about ten minutes later than he should have done. He should uh Bayo, he should have taken off Vokes probably ten minutes later and brought Bayo on. Um other than that, I think everybody had a good game. One thing I will say is the ref was so lenient, I think, with with bookings. Like there was a few that few challenges there which you know, you're looking at thinking he should be booking him for that. He you know should, he should not be warning him. He should be booking him, and like a few of the Acton players protesting and all this and all that. I feel like refs are way too lenient on booking players for like extended protesting, um, diving. They're just so lenient on that. Like whatever league you watch, they're so lenient. It's like they need to crack down on this sort of thing. If it was me refereeing a game, you know, if it was me refereeing a game, the amount of players I would book for diving or just for protesting, like if they're protesting, they've been protesting me for like longer than two minutes, I book them. I'm like, if you stop talking to me right now and we get on with the game, or I will book you right here and now. It's like the amount of players, seriously, I would book for diving you know, in a game, if like, they came to me after the game saying, you, why did you book so many players? I go, because they dive. I will not stand for it in a game that I'm refing. You want to keep, you want to die. Like, if I was refing a game, you want to dive, you're getting booked. And I, I would go and have a look at the monitor. And if, if it was Premier League, I would go and have a look at the monitor myself. I wouldn't let VAR make them, the video referees make the call. I'd go and have a look at the monitor. But right, yep, he's dived. Yellow card. Done. I just think they're too lenient. It's what they need to do. And, of course, League One, obviously, no VAR, but you've, you've got to go with your gut feeling. If you have a clear view of it, yeah, I would say do it. It's a yellow card. And, uh, like, the challenge on Josh Scowen. <sighs> I personally think, judging by the way he went into him, it was red. It, was, it looked like a straight red, in my opinion. But... The ref, that, that was the first booking the ref made of the game, and and I was I was shocked at that. But hey ho, it's it is what it is, and it's over with now. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I I'm liking this new setup Ainsworth's done. I'm liking this new. I like I like that starting eleven. That was a really good starting eleven. Very strong. 
uh, a beater rather than playing fullback. He's playing on the left, on like, on the left, a bit further up the pitch. Brilliant, I like it. Getting more of like in an attacking role. Sam Vokes as well. He had two shots cleared off the line. Unfortunately, he didn't get a, didn't get a goal. But you know, his time will come. He'll, he'll get off the mark soon. Um, we just you know. We just got. I mean, obviously, yeah. Striker's job primarily score goals, of course. But you know, if he's also setting up a few now and then, I'd be happy with that. I would be because you got. I remember one see one Premier League season. I think it was last season. Harry Kane had more assists than he had goals. Like, and you know, if he's setting up goal, if he's setting up, if he's not scoring goals but he's setting them up, I will still be happy with that with Sam Vokes. I will be. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'd like to see him, you know, banging a goal every now and then. Banging a few goals this season. But we'll see. We'll see what goes on. Uh, as for the whole match day experience, the whole everything going on, it's it's good. It's good. It's, it was great to be back. You definitely see, like, obviously, the improvements, you know. Again, got to take my hat off to the Kuigs and everything like that. The one thing I would I would want to know going into the season now, if we're we're back on the straight and narrow, is what do we the fans, we the fans, the trust, what do we still control? What do we, what do we have a say in? What do we control? Sort of thing. What do we have control over? Like obviously, uh, the Kuigs have like you know they have a seventy five percent stake in the club. Obviously, have done for the past couple of years now um but what do we as the fans still have a bit of control over like obviously we've got two people sat on the board i know this they've been over that but i would, would want to know what we have control in like what do we if we as the fans want something do we get it does the you know what happens that's what i would want to know like what do we the fans still have control over in the football club if it's split 75% to 25, what's the 25% of the club we still control? Is what I'd like to know. As for everything else, it was a brilliant performance. I mean, roll on to Exeter. League Cup, I'm not really 100% bothered about that. I mean, I've said it before, I would rather progress in the Checker Trade Trophy or Papa John's Trophy, whatever it's called now. Um... I know a lot of people would, a lot of people out there would disagree with me on that. They're like, no, I'd rather go in the League Cup, you know, play play a big team, play a Premier League team, you know, get like, get like Man United away or Liverpool away, someone like that, you know. Uh, but and you know, you want to do that? That's fair enough. But me, I'm thinking of like, you know, like, a, we actually have a realistic chance of winning that trophy, the Papa John's trophy, and b. You make more money, more prize money off of that competition than you do the League Cup. You get through what? You win all your group games, that's 30 grand. 10 grand a game. You get through three games in the League, League Cup, that's half that. So, yeah. I, I But again, if we win, get through to the second round, I'll take it. You know, I'll take it. I'll take it on board. Uh, and then, of course, then it's Wigan. Wigan, I reckon, the following weekend in the league be a real test. It really will be. Um, it'll be a real test, of course, going to their ground. 
Um, of course, Wigan, you know, one of those clubs that, you know, you got to think six, seven, eight years ago were a Premier League team. So you got to think, you really got to think there, what could happen? You know, are we going to, it's going to be a real test, of course. Hopefully Gareth gets the tactics spot on. Like, will we play counter-attacking football? Will he not? But we'll see. Of course, we've got Exeter first. We'll see how that goes. And that goes. Fair play to all you fans out there who are going on Tuesday night. I would have loved to have gone, but you know we all we all have commitments elsewhere. So um, not saying we're not committed to football, of course, but you know it's the whole you know you got to prioritise things you've got to do, haven't you? You got you know got to do that sort of thing. Uh, but fair play to you all who are going. Solid, committed fans. Fair play to you. Um, and I will see. You, I will see you all. I will speak to you all again on Wednesday after the Exeter game. This has been the unofficial Wickham Wanderers podcast. I've been here and thank you for joining.